Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hello. Hi there. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Your kids were home? Yeah, it's a professional development teacher in service day. So. Oh, I was like, if it was for kids, I was like, they make them stay home. trying to get them up and into the car actually the week I had trying to get my daughter up and into the car I was glad to have a day off (laughs) yeah well don't feel bad I had to take my daughter to the doctor today and like we was online last night trying to figure out what the f and pickup procedure was oh no it's nowhere it's nowhere on a website no that is you you have to just go and find out the hard way right exactly which is what i did today (laughs) and let me tell you the hard way is hard the wrong way so like first of all in my defense they were like so i get into the office oh and i forgot a mask so i was like really nailing it I stopped by this girl nurse's office and I was like, can I have a mask? And she looked at me all suspiciously. She's like, here's a mask. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I go. Like, it's a long walk to the office. And I was like, I feel like the office should be closer. And the woman, my kid's already there. God bless her. And the woman behind the desk is like, how are you here? Did you come in the back door? I'm like, no, I use my magical wizarding power. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, that door's supposed to be locked. I was like, okay, well, it's wide open. So I might want to work on your security measures there. And then we got a five-minute lecture about how I did this all wrong. I was supposed to park in visitor parking. But I was like, but, like, there's a huge-ass sign at visitor parking that says, do not park here. This is the bus entrance. Do not, I was like, enter at the school student pickup zone, which is where I parked. And since I was picking up my student, I thought I picked the right zone. Apparently, it's it's convoluted. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, our 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 school parents are not allowed in the office, in the school to get out of their cars. I feel, There's like a whole thing. I feel like I can get out of my car cuz she admonished me for coming in through the wrong door, so I figure at the very minimum I'm allowed in the school. <laughs> but even yeah. I just stood there like eyes open. Our like, our school's like nobody knows. Nobody touches. Calls I mean, I'm office, fine with that. that. Like I'm cool. I would have gone. <laughs> but through let the right people door. know. Right. Yeah. But like you could post it on the school website somewhere that's actually accessible to parents. Because no, you know we occasionally have to come get our kid. I always feel no, like no. What going. what what I find harrowing is like regular everyday pickup because oh yeah I was trying shit. to avoid that because that's a shit show and I was oh, like it I'm is not a shit show and that's another thing that would be super helpful if they posted online 
like a map of the school and this is how the pickup works. Uh-huh. This is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do. Instead of free for fucking all the first two weeks and daily emails from the school being don't stop in the middle of the road to pick up your child in the middle of traffic. Like, which is what people do, you know? And it's That's amazing. Like, That's oh amazing. God. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. But Yeah. They have cones and arrows for us. So yeah. that part is taken care of. We Lauren have, was like, yeah, it's, mm, Lauren was like, mom, I was like, because then I was like, how the fuck do I get out of this joint? And I miss elementary school. You would just go to one oh, door. And things used to be so much. simple. Oh, God, I miss elementary school so much. And even if you fucked up, they were fairly pleasant to you. No, you know they're not mean? pleasant to you at all. In no, you school. hit middle school and it's like, you in are high ice. school, you're practically a criminal. And oh, you, you are. I feel like I should bring her birth certificate to like prove I am her mother, which I get. I mean, I'm cool that they're like super careful. I don't want some stranger grabbing my kid, but like, anyways. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, now how the fuck do I get out of here? Being a parent is stressful. Yeah. And Lauren was like, well, it's parent pickup right now. So there's a long line. I'm like, I'm not sitting in this line. Fuck that shit. So I got her before all the other kids came out. So I just blew through everybody. Oh, that's a good, that's a smart. Mm-hmm. It was smart awesome. It. Yeah. Good Lauren luck. Was like, that guys. was awesome, mom. Like, <laughs> I was like, I already broke enough rules. We'll just keep breaking them. This is what works best for us. And everybody else can suck it. So <laughs> suck it. Suck, suck it, Karen. Suck it. So, okay. So we're talking a little arrow today, I think. We're talking. Uh, New Amsterdam because Callie <laughs> has been binging it like a cray cray person. Okay, remember last week when I was like, I'm not gonna watch that. I know you were like, Jen, watch it for me so I don't have to. And then you like do a 180, and then like not only are you binging it, but like you're almost done. You went through like how I many know. episodes are there? Like, I'm on episodes? the season three premiere. I like That's watched crazy, like the girl. first ten minutes of it. Um, well, no, here's what happened. My path is a slower path. I'm the I'm the turtle in this tortoise versus hare. Here's what happened. <laughs> Do tell, because I feel like it was kind of a switch. It, it's actually no big thing. It's just it's one of those straw that broke the camel back situation. Mm. Mm. Like my timeline, everybody is watching, and we're not the only ones who just started watching. Like, right? no, I don't think so. Everybody like, that wasn't like already I'm... watching it have just started watching it too. Like, I so, like, am the most behind of everybody, because apparently everybody can binge television during the day. Like, I'm just, here's the problem. Here's we're the cheaters. Problem. Here's the problem. I, my husband, as you all well know, loves himself some medical drama. So he was like, oh, I'll watch that. I'm like, okay. But then that means, like, because he goes to bed at a regular time, and, like, he doesn't feel pressure to, like, catch up to the new season. So I'm like, we got to like really like ha- put the hammer down this weekend and like next weekend. And he's like, no, we don't. We don't have to do that. I'm like, <laughs> this is what gets you left behind in your wife watching shows without you, Nick. <laughs> I know. I'm going to tell him. I'm, Listen, man, I'm going to like, fuck this shit. I'm going to like leave, leave you in the dust because I do want to catch up for the premiere. I don't actually know if it's possible for me to do that, but I don't think at this point it's possible. When is it to. premiering? Tuesday night. <laughs> How did you watch this much TV? Holy shit. Listen. Uh, you have all day. I do have all day and I'd have to, you know, stop for school pickup and stuff. Yeah. But, but I do have other things I'm supposed to be doing. Nah. But all I've done this week. That's fine. 
is watch New Amsterdam. Like, like literally, pri- that's all I've done. I okay, feel like so- your priorities are in good shape. <laughs> I put everything else on the side. I'm like, I have a library book I need to finish reading. <laughs> like, I'm I love to writing to to this thing, and I'm like, nah. I'm just going to watch New Amsterdam. What about the dishes? Nah, nah. I'm just going to watch New Amsterdam. So that's what I'm doing. But what happened is I finally, like, I've been seeing all these posts. Because, you know. Because it's a lot on the TL Because, you know, Kasha piece. and all of them are just like, here, don't you want to watch this? I'm like, look oh at this pretty. And I'm like, uh. uh. I feel like <laughs> Tasha just, like, willed this into existence. But, but you know what actually was most compelling? More than... How the hot promos the last season ended or more than any of the promos you know what compelled me the most do tell is i keep seeing gif them share gifs from a scene like a sh- in a shower where like max is out of it oh i've seen that one and that's the what compelled me the most and I'm she's like, like whispering but we don't get to hear what she says here I, I haven't heard it with any audio i've just seen it I, okay, I like, watched it. I need was, to know like, what's I'm going not, on. Okay, so like New Amsterdam was like the show I kept an eye on. Like I watched Twitter. <laughs> like I watched it from Twitter. So like when that scene came out, I was all like, well, what's that about? But like we don't get to hear what she says. I want to hear what she says. I want to hear the sweet nothing she's whispering to Max as he's, I think he's dying and blind, but whatever. So yeah, that combined with everything else, I was like, yeah, I need to watch this. Yeah, it was on. emo, and I was like, this is curious. But then it's like, here's my thing. Because like, people are like, Jen, watch it. Jen, watch it. You guys, it's 22 episodes, and you are three seasons in. So it's not like asking me to watch Supernatural. Well, well and here's take the me thing. a moment. Here's the thing. The first season is 22 episodes. The second season is 18, and that's because COVID. That's better. Like, cut them short. And then the third season is 14. Oh, Okay, so yes, I lay the. I'm like not expecting to get caught up by the premiere. Like I'm fine. It'll probably yeah. take me a couple weeks, and then I'll get caught up by. But you're gonna want to watch, um, one sixteen. Okay. That is like you're going to need to see that episode. I'm pretty sure we can get to one sixteen this weekend. Okay. Because we've you're already gonna like, want episode to see it. six. <laughs> well, and like, yeah. Here's the other problem. Like we. But like I'm legit. Like I'm finally feeling better. My drugs. And she's tired, folks. She's got to sleep. Yeah, I like (laughs) apparently. So they called uh, while we were podcasting last week, and my white blood cell count was skyrocketing. They're like, it's ridiculous. I was like, oh, so they're like, so you're sick. So my drugs are in me now for a solid week. So I am like, I'm not like, oh my god, it's five thirty in the afternoon. I want to go back to bed because that's like legit what I do. I was doing this is like my pattern for like legit three months. No, maybe not three months. Maybe like a month. I would be like, I would go to bed at 5.30, wait, sleep all night, get up at 8, want to go back to bed at 11. And so I did. <laughs> Fair. So, yeah. Yeah. So I am like, okay, so I, I'm on like five or six or seven. And I feel like the writer understand the story that they are writing like well i don't know like, how much of this is the writers how much of it is the actors like, i don't know I what's just, going I on like a these? lot of it's the writers like for example and i understand <laughs> like going into this and i'm knowing sharp one's gonna hook up here's the reason i was watching this on the tl because i was like listen if they're gonna 
this was one of those are they going to jerk us around for like 10 years you know what I mean or like do the platonic best friends listen okay here's the thing about platonic, platonic best friends when you have actors who have chemistry nobody wants to see that the minute you have people with chemistry they want everybody wants you to have wants them to have sex that's just and it go. does not matter the gender of the people no. involved it's a, no. you platonic best friends immediately like okay well they have to be a couple and, and I'm also, sorry if you the, don't like that, but the only platonic best friends that I can really think of that was preferable to the romantic was like Haley and Lucas because Nathan was hotter and everybody liked Nathan. But like, if there was no Nathan, I'm sure she would have been in a love triangle with Brooke and Peyton. You know what I mean? Like, and Lucas, like that man had enough girl problems. But I, I really legitimately. Like, yeah, like Buffy and Xander, yeah, okay, Willow and Xander, but even Willow and Xander hooked up for a second. I mean, like, sure, there are definitely platonic friendship relationships, but it's not like any of those couples that I have named had, like, some skyrocketing, insane chemistry. Well, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing, is these two have ridiculous amounts of chemistry. Like, she comes And he in. and his wife have yes. none Okay, no. I'm not understanding. Like, I, again, I'm only like seven. Like, I am not understanding my wife's situation. First of all, it feels a little chilly whenever we're around her. Like, it's she like did, go to sub zero temperatures. I tweeted something. Somebody, somebody else in the fandom that's been watching, because she's like a couple episodes behind me, or like half a season, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> she's she posted, somewhere in the process. She posted a, a meme about the wife that was like a comment. And it said, give us nothing. That's it. You know, and it was. Yeah. It's, it's, she gives you nothing. There's okay. no, there's no yeah. like emotion. Like in their scenes, everything I get is from Max and nothing yeah. from her. But like with Max, it kind of feels like I want to be a husband. I want to be a father. Right. Like, she never specifically says, I want to be a husband with you. Oh, like, yeah. No, no. It's, like... it's always like, I can't wait until the baby's born or right, I want to take like, care of you because that's what a husband does. Like, it's just like, right. It's like a generic, like he wants to be good at that job, but it doesn't have seem to be like gearing from a real deep love and affection for this woman. Correct. Because every two seconds he's running back to the hospital. Like it was serious. <laughs> like he says, Oh, take care of you. Well, and let's, and let's, let's tell, fill people in if, if in case you're outside the new amsterdam fandom here don't which really know I, how that's I heard possible because tasha to them. works harder than anybody i heard <laughs> i heard somebody referred to the fandom as the damn fam and i'm like i love that i love that okay <laughs> um but anyhow in case you're outside of it when the the show starts max is coming to new amsterdam hospital his first day on the job as their brand new medical director and he's not with his wife. Like, she's pregnant, but they're, like, separated or they're whatever. There's a living arrangement situation that feels like it's in flux. Yeah. It's, it's I'm not exactly it's sure not who specific. all is living where and why. And, and yeah. they're fighting because she was dancing and he was a doctor. And 
they didn't have enough time for each other. And so they made an agreement that she quits dancing and he quits doctoring and they'll spend more time as a couple. So or she like quit dancing. Th- he, he doctor, but he wouldn't like try to like run a hospital. Right, right. And so like she quits dancing and then he gets a job as a director. <laughs> like the biggest at, hospital, like, the in, biggest hospital in New York. Yeah. City. <laughs> and so she gets mad. And there is a scene, there is a, uh, a scene, there is an episode where you see the flashbacks of their entire relationship. Oh, like, cool. That'll be fun. Where they met, you know, them That's going out, I mean. him proposing to her, the agreement being broken, you know, all that. Okay, we need to Laurel Lance this shit. Let's just get it through the flashbacks and then we can, you know, <laughs> shuffle her off to the side. Let's just keep it. So just that, that shed some light on it. I'm still not exactly sympathetic with her situation because... For a doctor to become a medical director, that is a huge thing. And obviously his career means a lot to him. Well, and doctor, what is like, I mean, not what, did you, okay. what he wanted to be. This like, always drives me a little bit nuts. It's like my sister, God love her. When she was in medical school and she was doing like, like residency stuff, she would always like bitch about how she hated call. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, but have you seen an episode of ER? Like that's all doctoring is, is call. She's like, no, I'm going to find something. And she did. She's a radiologist. It's very eight to five. But, like, she, this chick is married to a dude who's, like, the medical director of hospitals. It's not going to be an eight to five job. And if somebody needed to step back from their career, yeah, I think that's a little bit more fair that she stepped back from the career if she wants to have a baby. Like, if she doesn't want to have a baby, then why did you step back away from your career? You know what I mean? Or it's, you, it's you, a oh, you can go little, back to dancing yeah. and do the baby thing. So I just feel like there's a lot of like Max needs to stop working. And I'm like, who is paying the mortgage around here is my question. Because <laughs> that's an awfully nice apartment. Because that's a very nice apartment. I'm like, you can't <laughs> like, just like stop doctoring because that's not how that goes. But okay. But also like with not with all doctors, but you get the sense with like the big main characters like max like helen like iggy like kapoor like all these people lauren and and they're devoted they're they're all like they're this is their vocation it's not just a job it's right they're calling they can't not do what they're doing right and trying to put like that under a bushel a muzzle like yeah disaster waiting to happen well she's essentially asking you know, and again, like I say, if she's upset that she gave up dancing so they could spend more time together and he reneged on that, reneged on that, like, I get it. Like, that's something that's not super fair. Um, I get her being pissed about it. But, like, separation over this shit? Yeah. Like, girl. Well, and also. Come on. Like, I, I give her a little bit more legitimacy if she were to be upset that he withheld something like, oh, I don't know, a cancer diagnosis. Like, cancer? <laughs> Thank you for arriving at that thing. point. I was like, wait, 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 wait. She does not know he has cancer. But so, Helen does? Well, here's the thing. So, to everybody, She's again, all the newbies out there. Yeah. Helen is the director of oncology. At, at New Amsterdam. It just so happens that they've got a super hot doctor in oncology and he just happens to have some cancer in his throat. Well, he's he's kind of like he's, he suspects heavily on the, the pilot episode. And so he goes up to her and he's like, hey, can you 
<laughs> yeah. Run me through. Run me through. <laughs> Can you check me out? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it turns out he has cancer. And then so like for like the next, I don't know how many episodes, Helen's like, have you told your wife yet? And he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> not going to be a thing. We're not going to do that. Well, but there's the always like a reason like, that he doesn't tell her. Like, well, oh, they, yeah, the, like the, the baby bedroom. was at risk. So yeah, stress her out. I also think like he doesn't want her to take him back just because he has cancer. Blah. Well, blah, and also blah. Th- those are all excuses with Max and right the, the, like, coming from somebody tell who her. has watched through to three hundred one. Max is the sort that he has a really hard time being vulnerable with people. Showing them his soft white underbelly. You That's know what I mean? Like, he's Mr. Gooey face in front of Helen Sharp face. every two but, seconds. But like he trusts Helen and that's what makes their relationship just so stand out from every other relationship on the show. Every other relationship Max has with somebody, there's nobody he's as close with as he is with Helen. And I'm not even joking. This is not a spoiler to tell, say this, but right. it's just an example. Like, I was watching this episode, and they were discussing how they each wanted their deaths to be handled. Like, what they'd want at their funerals. Oh, I saw that tweet today. Like, and I was oh like, my God. what the fuck, you guys? Oh, my you God. Are, you are married. You are married right yes. now. And I don't, you don't know you are, but you are married. It this would be nice not... if they just got the legal documentation taken care of because, oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's honestly ridiculous. And well, they and like also... dating other people. And I'm like, stop. Because no, you're supposed to be married to each other. We're not doing other. that. Are we going to do that? Oh, God. Well, of course he's got, wait. Well, first he's wife. married. Well, yeah, I I know something happens to the wife. I think she dies at some point. I don't know. That's what my TL said. Yeah. Day. I'll put it this way: for a long time, I couldn't understand why they called her Casper. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why are you calling Casper? And it took me like several episodes into season two. I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. Got it. Got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not like too, like, again, I'm spoiled in a lot of stuff. So I was spoiled too. Like, I knew their daughter's name was Luna. I worked up about the marriage thing. I'm confident he's going to be faithful to her the whole time. And then, you know, they'll killer off the show because the writers figured out they have a better in quotes i don't know watch 116 because it's interesting it's nothing happened but things were said and looks were given and i was just like oh well i honestly feel like sometimes writers don't even see what they write because like at the end like his big line in the pilot is how can i help and that's what she says to and then she says it back to him at the end of the episode. And I'm like, okay, no game. I'm like, you said the same thing. You are going to have babies. That's how End that game. works. End game. That's, That's how that works. Friends. You have yeah, the babies no. and you get the married. Well, I think I think it's kind of like Arrow in the in the way that like you know how in the back half of season one it solidified. They had Emily on as a regular. Oh, not going to be Laurel. OTA, you know, like. The plan changed, and you could yeah. point to to clues of the plan having been changed. That's how I feel about one sixteen of okay. New Amsterdam. Here's my like, other I thing. feel like this was them acknowledging, like the plan is up, changing. We're, we're gonna fix it. Yeah. I, like, here's the thing: 
if they do end up killing her like somewhere earlier in the seasons, I'm going to like them a lot because we had to wait a fucking long time for them to kill Laurel. And then they kept bringing her back. So. You're going to get ready to like them a lot. Here's, here's another reason to like them. NBC, Peacock, New Amsterdam, all the like official channels have been hyping. This They've been shit. promoting it. They've been promoting it using like, the hashtag. I just saw marketing. Fucking, what I saw, I saw a fucking TikTok ad for them before we started podcasting. I'm sorry. I was like, I'm really? sorry. Wait a minute. Are you kidding me? It was like I'm the NBC sorry. account. Like I vaguely remember. <laughs> There being kind of a blitz of a listening promotion before SDCC of season three. Like that was when it was crazy. That was the that's best when we got was, the most. Guys. Yeah. It was the best it ever was. was. And they had a great promo and it was elicity, yeah. elicity everywhere. A little bit before season four, too. Yeah. But then, you know, they just backed off of it and then pretended like it wasn't the most popular aspect of their show. <laughs> They're like, marketing. no, no, we could have other. Now, I defended the Arrow marketing a lot just because, you know, I watch a lot of CW shows and they don't throw a lot of money at marketing very much when you're an older show. But also, I Stephen Amell made it very clear that he was not going to do any kind of like the guy would not do any kind of photo shoots or professional like any of that. So I, I kind of just let that go. But, oh we gosh. got used to not having any promo. Yeah, like what a wonderful thing that the network acknowledges what's popular and talks about it and 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 celebrates it and markets it like it's a sellable thing because it is. It is such a sellable <laughs> thing, and I just want to give all the props to NBC for recognizing this. Way to go! I literally, I bookmarked cool network coming out swinging. Way to go! I bookmarked a, a thing that I, somebody posted a link to on on Twitter for me to watch after I've caught up on their YouTube channel, Peacock, their YouTube channel, they have (laughs) a video that's Max and Helen relationship timeline seasons one through three. It's a 13 minute video (laughs) from Peacock. (laughs) The CW could never, never. I mean, I don't even think they did that with Delena. I mean, if you were going to get that shit, you'd get it with Damon Elena, and I don't think they ever did that. Maybe the CW I mean, just doesn't have any money. I don't know. Maybe I the CW it. is just stupid and I doesn't feel know like they are so dumb. The only show that I was like, oh, this marketing campaign is cool and makes sense was The Vampire Diaries. And they did a ton of stuff with them, like up until. But their focus was like the triangle. And like whenever female. a couple was happy, they weren't promoting the happy couple. They were like, look at the angsty triangle. Yeah, I also feel big. like Arrow got branded this. Oh, it were this is because, you know, the Vampire Diaries Gossip Girl was very much the female de- demographic. And they decided yeah. that Arrow is just the male demographic. So <laughs> we took care of that. Like, would not reflect <laughs> any female interest. And I'm like, Heaven I know forbid. a fair amount of men who watch this show that really like Elicity. So can we stop, like kowtowing oh, to the comic fuckboys in their grandma's basements oh i know it's stupid <sighs> anyhow Lord, a show that promotes its couple i just don't even know oh, my how to handle i just don't oh my god that's so weird that's weird <laughs> like what what so right. what is it what are your feelings on iggy now that you know okay i'm really trying hard to not i'm, I'm trying hard too because <laughs> that, that actor is such an asshole because like i'm like you're married you have adopted babies. What are you bitching 
ensemble. I'm like, okay, let's see how much of an ensemble it is. Listen, you know who's running the show on a show with who they start with and who they end the show with. And they end the show with Max and Helen almost every single episode. Almost every single one, yes. That's who is what's important. They they often end with like some sort of a montage with a song, right? Right. And it's gotten where I, like, I recognize. I'm like, oh, we must be at the end of the show because we're getting the montage. Because we get the like, feelsy feelsy songs. <laughs> I'll watch that, and then I'll be like, okay. And after it, we're gonna have a scene with Max, Helen, or Max and Helen. Like yeah. almost every time. Yeah. That's the case. Well, and it's kind of like. The music is always interesting to me because, like, they pick a lot of the stuff that I've heard on other shows. And then they have, like, this jazzy little interlude thing where it's like, do, 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 like, in between scenes. It's very distracting. And I'm like, why are we playing this? We need a little bit more work on the instrumental side. But anyways, yes, I'm trying to stay with Iggy because he seems like a real nice fella. And so far, he, they've just paired him off with the neurologist, which makes sense because, you know, brains and emotions go together. I love so they're a cute. Kapoor. They're a cute pair. So, like, I I'm trying to not, Kapoor. like, let my actor feelings, because Iggy seems like a great character and very, Iggy is but, okay. like, clearly, clearly supporting, supporting oh, character. Yeah. No, here's, the, here's my thing with Iggy. Like, I'd watch him and I'm like, I kind of enjoy him. I, there was a scene, like a scene with him and his husband where I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling all the emotions off of this. This is great. But like at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking there's something about him that feels really kind of like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then something was said about that by like one of the other characters to him. And I was like, oh my God, they're like acknowledging it. <laughs> I'm Whoa. just not used to a show like addressing the things the viewers pick up. Yeah. Like on such a quick turnaround basis. I'm so used to Other Arrow than, like, pretending Diggle this isn't a problem. Eyebrows <laughs> in the background. And I'm like, oh, no, it's a problem. And I'm like, oh. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about things on this Wow. Show? Okay. I don't understand. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten super bonded to most of the other characters. I, I, I enjoy some of them. I like because he's cuddly. Yeah, I like I like the neurologist. The ER chick is kind of grating. I'm not super big fan of her yet. I like the cardiologist dude. It's kind of shocking to me, like how much shit she gives him about. Like, okay, like I get that he's that she's white and he's black and he said he wants to marry a black woman and like that's you know like that's like saying I want to marry a Catholic that's an absolutely okay thing to say you know what I mean you can have yeah. certain things in your, no, on she's, your list she's you got want to issues check out. and I found I like her a lot better once she addressed her issues yeah and then like she's like making comments about oh how he hired all these black female doctors yes. like are you looking for a wife and i'm like girl that is what? so not cool to say yeah it was really like not a great look and i just was kind of like or we can just like let him run his department and hire who he thinks is best for the job and not be calling him she improves, skin color she improves greatly in season two I was like, wow, you're, gonna you're like feeling her a lot very brazen. It was, it was, I was like, yeah. I thought he was extremely polite about it. He was like, well, have you seen statistics for black women doctors? They don't exist. I'm like, this is true. I've been in a lot of hospitals. 
they're not around very much. So I, I'm like, it was just awkward. I was like, stop talking, white girl. <laughs> I do like Take the your white privilege out of the yeah. elevator and go save some ER patients. Shut up. Anyway. I, I like a lot of the bit players, but obviously my focus is on Max and Hill. Yeah, I feel pretty strongly that I'm going to be like, through the most of the other stuff i'm hoping that there's other relationships i get interested in but so far i'm like it's pretty much just max and i like helen and i really like this actress i loved her on um yeah since eight and i am obsessed with her voice she's she's like i i've said i just like to hear her talk (laughs) i i've known her since doctor who yeah and she was really good on Doctor Who, and it was it was such a shame that in the season where she was a companion, she was like like falling for the doctor, but he was like pining over Rose, who he lost, and so like she didn't stand a chance with him, mm. but she had this great moment at the end of the season where she's like, "Listen." <laughs> I'm done with your bullshit. Yeah. I'm kind of done with your bullshit. I get that you miss her, but there's other people too. So I'm gonna go <laughs> and find them. Have a have a good time. I'm out. And I'm like, oh my god! When she stood up for herself, I was like, I've enjoyed her. Now I full on stand. Yeah, I'm a free fan. And she was, and so I like. I noticed her. So when she showed up in Sense8, I'm like, ah, yes, there she is again. And now she's in this. And I'm like, I get to enjoy her in a yeah. ship. And I'm like, what? This like, awesome. And I feel like like Sense8, like that was one of the, her, that relationship was like one of the best relationships on that show. So oh, like, yeah. I just like, every time she comes into this unto scene, I'm like, okay, everybody be quiet. So I can hear Helen say words. Well, and she's got the beautiful voice, and she's just plain beautiful. Like I can't oh, tell she's you many really times stunning. I'm watching New Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and I'll just like stare. It's at like her distracting. Like, You're like she's just very. How are you so pretty? She's pretty. She's like, so you pretty. You understand why Max is like somewhat besotted? Oh. <laughs> I just feel like it's a little. He is growing pine needles as we speak. Yeah, I just feel like a little uncomfortable right now because he's like married like too like when they were on the rooftop like their yeah. first rooftop discussion was an interesting yeah. little thing because he like casually yeah. slides in that he's married like where he had like it was like it felt like for me that he was like i am technically legally re- required to share this information with people <laughs> it wasn't like i really want to talk about my wife it's just like i wonder if helen really knows that i am actually not on the market since i make doe eyes at her all the time and nobody makes better doe eyes and like there was a little bit of a like helen i noticed a, it was just a twinge of disappointment when she heard that it was twingy there was it was She's very good at kind of smoothing over. She absorbs, discards, moves on. <laughs> but I've yeah. gotten to where I can notice it. Like he'll yeah. say something, and you'll see her, it like hit her, and she just absorbs it. There's a lot of Max. Down, moves on. You There's know? a lot of Max. I was like, Max, Max can be a lot. He's so earnest. I can't decide if that's annoying or <laughs> he's lovable. Such, he's such a fucking puppy dog. <laughs> he's so puppy like. I'm like even the. I was like, the, the actor was on a uh, blacklist, and he was like this super evil spy dude, and like murdered people. And I was like, but like he's just totally different in this show. He is literally like if if 
I was going to make a Labrador retriever into a yeah. human being, that's what it would, what be it would look Goodwin. like. It would look like Max Goodwin. Yeah. He's a gold he's like a Labrador. And he when he gives on the full on puppy dog eyes. Oh, somebody, there's like, like puppy, the what? eyes with the brown and is it brown? I think they're brown. Whatever. I don't, think I don't even care. Are brown, I but they're, they're big they're like and round and it's like a lot of saucering eyes staring. <laughs> And I'm like, listen, can everybody, like, get their fucking shit together? Because, like, y'all. No, I'm telling you that I don't even know if it's 116 because okay, there's I also a, a, a scene in they're all 216 and I'm together. like, they can't both be in the 16th episode, but it's coming up for you. I promise. No, when, I thought as soon it was... as you see a blizzard, buckle up because I that's, was very burned out. Happening. I think that the, this was when it came out, this was during my, I am... I've been hurt by Shonda Rhimes and I just don't have enough in me to do another medical, medical. drama. And then I yeah. saw like all the conversations, especially the first season of like, oh, they have great chemistry. Are they ever going to like do that? I remember those conversations. And I was well. like, you know what? I'm just like not emotionally there to like be in it for the long haul. Like I will jump in if shit happens. Well, and we were too, also dealing with, with Arrow and Emily. A lot of, I just didn't have the bandwidth stuff. for New Amsterdam, but now I'm free as a bird. So <laughs> 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 yeah, no other than work. Honestly, it's, and it's, and it, for a medical drama, it's a pretty fluffy show. In fact, it is fluffy. Part of I the laugh. reason, part of the reason I don't save it for Kyle is every time he sits down and watches an episode with me, yeah. he's like, this show is just too, too gosh golly gee willikers, you know? He's it's too, it's too corny. It's, it is a this little. Is too, this is too soft and easy and, and such feel-good endings all the time. And I'm like, you shut up. It's nice. Fair, I know. <laughs> it is, though. It's a little like, okay, show. I have, like, moments where I'm like, mm. Mm, it's like a tagline of a Hallmark commercial but <laughs> I will say I started like cracking up because there was a scene where they were treating this homeless man and they were trying to figure out what's wrong with him and he had three doctors working on him at the same time he had a cardiologist he had the ER doc and then there was Max the medical director and having been a patient that doesn't happen, guys. It's nurses who do ninety-eight percent of it. Yeah. And the doctor walks. The doctor in. shows up for about five. If minutes. your doctor every is... single time, right? They show somebody in like a hospital bed, particularly if they're not awake, right? Like in a coma or just asleep. Right. And then the doctor's just kind of like standing there, like watching over them. I'm like, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> if your doctor is interacting with you, nine times out of ten, you are under anesthesia. <laughs> conversations and that kind of stuff i mean in particular i think maybe there would be one doctor but you ain't gonna have three so like i just cr- feel like more obvious on this show like the fact that oh we're the doctors and we do everything and i'm like no that's not that's not that's how not that's goes. not that's not true that's not a thing but okay we're gonna let you guys gonna let you do that i let it skate because it's like whatever it's like medical fantasy yeah not that crazy anatomy was like I remember they had a real doctor, right? A real doctor watch Grey's Anatomy. And he's like, 
I'm sorry, like, where do they get the time to go into the closets and have all the sex? Like, where do you have this time during your day? Listen, in season four of New Amsterdam, I hope they find all the time. To I'm go fine into the with them finding the time. The well, by the way, we know that there is a shower. So that could be used for some fun activities. That's happened on the other one. And it does fit more than one person. Right. Uh, What was the other one? It's the con Nick. She's going to die too. I watched that show. I don't get involved. It's the guy from, it's the guy, it's it's Logan from um, Gilmore Girls. None of these people like actually get shows that like make their names make sense. I mean, New Amsterdam, yeah, but like I can't remember. It's like, it's one of those really generic Logan. She's like, I'm Gilmore looking at her. Girls. <laughs> New show. I bet I bet you Google's gonna come through for me. Google uh, speaks Jill. Well, now it's just giving me I don't okay, what's his name? Oh, it's what it's what's his name? Matt. Okay, now I can look at Matt. I'm getting there. Oh, you mean the resident? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like super generic. I'm like, okay. I think that's it. No. I'm, so, I'm anyways, they had a scene because again, I just watched the I just watched the shippy moments on that show. So, seen like Smart. seen like the three times that they've had sex. So, yeah, that's it. The resident. So he has sex with what's her name from Revenge. Uh, she's in that too. But she just got married and she just had a baby and she was like, "Okay, I'm done with the show." I'm like, "Well, she's gonna die." So, <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm like, yeah, no, she's made enough money. She's had two network ta- network shows. She's good. <laughs> Long-term contracts on each of them. Girls got enough money. It's fine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I, I don't think I'm gonna like be like, I just don't feel myself. I gotta give myself more time. I don't feel myself being super like invested in the other stuff. Like that was the stuff. Like with Arrow and with the vampire diaries, like I was really like and Buffy. I was very invested in all the other characters too. I found myself growing more attached to certain like ones. I said, like they in season two, you'll like Lauren Bloom more, the ER doctor, because okay. you know you just her stop issues. knocking off about a black man hiring black people like can you just stop no talking she she she's <laughs> that are gonna come to light to you fairly shortly it's just so. not and also i was like oh, okay we're doing a ritalin thing like i have seen the the doctor on ritalin storyline 15 times i have never seen it so okay it well it's on everything i think er did it twice i think Grey's anatomy <laughs> did it twice i think you've like, watched too many medical with shows with the freaking ritalin I was actually like, oh, maybe she's on speed. That would be fun. Nope. It's fucking Ritalin. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it well, it, but it, but the, the, the fallout of it gets interesting. Oh, okay. Does because, that like, fun? All right. What if something fun. happens to her in which she needs to take pain pills, but she can't because oh. she's in recovery? Ooh. You know, it's just, it gets really I know. It all leads down the same path, though. I just need people to mix it up a little bit. I'm Mix sorry. it up shows. I'm sorry. Like the standard, you know, yeah, whatever. It's fine. They're not they're not thinking that you're gonna watch every single medical show that comes down the pipe, Jennifer. But I do. I do. <laughs> I do watch them all. I watch them on my Twitters or I watch them. That's how that goes. Until they hurt me and I have to go away. Oh my god. Speaking of medical shows, so they released uh there's a book coming out about Grey's Anatomy. Oh yes, I heard like, about did this. Did you see that? The guy yes. Patrick Dempsey. 
Okay. Apparently, why Patrick Dempsey is a bit of a pain in the fucking ass. <laughs> he's, he's a dick. That's why he got fired. I mean, I actually thought he was sleeping with someone on set, and Shonda got pissed. I thought that was the reason, but no. I, but I, I, you have to love the dramatics be. of it's either him or me, and like the and network like, is gonna get rid of Shonda Rhimes. Right. They're like, okay, cool. Break. Yeah, that was an easy choice. <laughs> like, he's gone. I love how they thought how he thought like he was more important than the woman who created what she created three shows for them. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. Basically, I, it was like it sounded like it was like an opportunity for moving up and growth and being a leader on set. She needed one of the original. She wanted one of the original OG people to like. Take over you would show. think be that would be an like, honor, but yeah, whatever. Be like, showrunner for 14 episodes because I don't know, she had something going on. And so she picked Patrick and he was like a mm. psycho. And was like, like terrorizing. Yeah, like, yeah, and like terrorizing the set and then like bitching about how many hours that he has to work. And I swear, I really, you guys, I can't listen to actors complain, complain. about yeah. their hours. Okay. Yeah. Because they all say this. Every single one of them. Oh, well, it's long hours on set. We work so hard. Like, okay, first of all, yes, I get it. You put in 15-hour days. That blows. They're also paying you an obscene amount well, of Well, and also, it's not like they're standing on the set the entire time. Right. They can go to their cushy little trailer and you take a nap. You can go take a nap and have lunch and do your little po- whatever, okay? It's not like you're actually, like, it's not like you're doing manual, like, hard labor you're not installing hours. a roof in Tucson, Arizona. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like people work three and four jobs and put that amount of work time in and that actual physical labor and don't get paid what they get paid. And they're just trying to get by. You know, I just, it's like super grating to me anytime. Cause I'm like, okay, Patrick, what did you make? 20 mil a year? Shut up, say the lines. You know what I mean? This is not a difficult. So to me, it just really reeks of, it's like insensitivity anytime an actor bitches about how many hours they have to work. Agreed. I'm like, well, tough shit. <laughs> don't take the money then. That's but my like, don't, what, don't the become contract. an actor. Yeah. You don't know, be an actor. Things... You don't don't sign the contract. I don't know what to tell you. Here's the other thing. They have an off season. They get a sabbat. It's like I remember Sarah Michelle Geller. They're like, this. yeah, they're like teachers that they get like a whole season off. They go like three months off, you know, and she was like, oh, te-, you know, when she was leaving Buffy, she was like, oh, I'm just so exhausted. You know, I mean, teachers get a sabbatical. Like, she should have a sabbatical. I'm like, you do have a sabbatical? Like, you have <laughs> three months to make fucking movies? So, like, what are you bitching about right now? I'm not following. It was not a good look. Sorry. That's the thing I have. I was apparently very emotional about it. But I feel better. I've purged my feels. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Yeah, entitled actors is never a good look. It's not. It ain't cool. I'm a little sad because we lost. Did you vote? Did you vote in the TV line? I did not. Well, that's why we lost. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> like it. we were ever going to win against Supernatural. As soon as I, I saw that matchup, I, I was like, said, oh, okay, it's thing. over. I think, I was, somebody said on Twitter, they like it was the first thing that they tweeted. It was like the first round. And someone tweeted out, it's going to be Smallville and Supernatural. And that's 100% <laughs> what it was. <laughs> like, why do I even bother? But it was funny to watch Steve and Jared Padalecki go at each other a little bit. 
Steve is apparently like looking for clicks. Is that apparently? Well, I heard that he's like, um, he's not drinking anymore. Oh, yeah. So I saw somebody went to, I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. Otherwise, I would totally give you a call out. Um, They went to a con. He was at a con. They were talking about whiskey or something, and they said he should try it. And then he said, I'm not drinking anymore. I was like, well, a growth What happens when you yell at your wife on a plane? Drunkenly getting arrested by the marshal that's on the flight. But that's not what really happened, except it is. Um, So, yeah, good for him. I hope that that's true. I don't think he should drink as much. I hope he sticks with it because listen, it's healthier not to drink that much. By 40, you know your limits. So when you continue drinking, you are making a conscious decision to get drunk. It, it, in, in my 40s, I've learned no more than one drink a day. Yeah. Well, like man. Also, you're old and stuff doesn't metabolize as quickly anymore. No. It's and a it's lesson just, we have to learn. It's unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. The way it makes mm-hmm. it, your body react in your 40s is not the way it makes your body react <laughs> in your 20s. In your 20s. No, you ain't bouncing back. It's just not happening at all. Well, and I've always been a lightweight, so same I here. Mean, same I just, here. You know, it's not hard to get me drunk. Wait, like... You know, want to talk about how much of a lightweight? So last Sunday, the husband and I stopped by Total Wine to pick up some some alcohol because we do like to indulge in no more than one drink. Yes, <laughs> and to the appropriate so... amount of liquor. <laughs> we step inside the door, and immediately there's one of those. Um, distributor representatives there being like hey you want to taste some things and we're like okay what do you got and she pointed out like what she had she had and we decided to taste some tequila and some bourbon that she had Mm -hmm. and they give you just like not even like it's like a little tiny bit and like a little paper cup right Mm -hmm. we knock both of those back "Mm, very good you know move on Mm-hmm. By the time we walk out of there, it's like totally hit us. I'm like sweating. <laughs> We're both just like feeling it. It's like he drinks, he drinks Thor's brand of liquor. <laughs> and, and, and Kyle's like, you know, man, we are such fucking lightweights. Yeah, it's <laughs> bad. It's so bad. Two thimblefuls of hard liquor. <laughs> in the store on Sunday afternoon and we're like stumbling around the store. I love it's it. Ridiculous. I love so it. yeah. No, once you get older, you don't you don't drink the way you do. And Steve not wanting to drink like a teenager anymore is is appropriate. Good. Yeah. Time to grow up, dude. Mm-hmm. Um I also I think so they asked him what his favorite line was. He said it wrong, but it was the I love you, I think from 309 is what he was referencing. Which, that's nice. That was nice. And then he was giving a call out today to Emily's super uh, expensive <laughs> uh, fanny pack line. Yeah. Her new clothing. Her new clothing line. Which I feel like, I just feel, I feel like lately, I just don't know. Like, I know he's trying to make the new show go. So it feels like we're a little desperate for clicks in some areas. But Didn't he like, shave his head? Yes. He's like Al Sahim again, only it's El Sam not. Like, not cute. At least Al Sahim had some hair, though. Like, yeah, there was like, he's got the he weird, like, like cue ball. He's got the weird pedophile mustache, like. Oh, he's doing of, the like, mustache? It's not oh, a mustache, but like, there's a little bit of, like. A shadow? Shadow of it. 
just looks like a pedophile. I just like that man. It's not that a great man look, Steve. Can make himself unsexy in less than two seconds flat. It's really a gift. You know what I mean? Like there are specific ways where he well, is very attractive. Listen, there's certain hairstyles ways where he is not. There's certain hairstyles that men can and cannot do depending right. on the man. Like right. if you find a man that can carry any kind of hairstyle. He is a diamond in the rough. And the yes. same goes for women, you know. Yes. Not every hairstyle looks good on <laughs> all of us, you know. And, like, what was it? it? New Amsterdam, when it came to the finale for season two, they had kind of like a little video, like, intro from the guy who plays Max. Yeah. Because they had to kind of explain, hey, listen, we had to, like, scrap this whole episode because that was going to be unfortunate given the timing of covid you know and oh yeah and so he was like explaining some things and all i barely heard what he said because the I was hair looking at his hair i'm like what what'd you do ryan <laughs> what is this ryan sir what, what did you attend <laughs> and so thankfully when season three started that hair was not not there yeah anymore. and i'm like thank I... goodness but like, i was like what are you doing that is not your hair what is going on yes Steve, uh, goatee Steve, not a look. Goatee uh, with shaven head, not a look. No. Steve, shaved head, clean shaven, not a look. Steve, nope. clean, sh- yeah, clean shaved head, clean shaven with the fucking and never ending same old bandana that he wears. Oh, I hate that fucking thing. Not Steve a look. Steve with a porn stash. Not a good look. It's like, what is with the bandana lately? Also, do you launder it? I have questions. <laughs> He must. He must. He He's has got to. It, right? He has to. Don't even oh. make me throw up. So you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, God. Do you know what I watched? No, what'd you watch? Because I have Peacock. I did you watch Dr. Death? I finished that. I did. I finished that. It was good. I kind of knew it was going to happen because obviously he's in prison. But it was good. Yeah, I finished it. I liked it. I thought... uh Pacey Witter did a very nice job, Mr. Josh Jackson. Pacey Witter did a fantastic job, and I really enjoyed Christian Slater, and I enjoyed his banter. They with Alec were the best part of the show. You were right. They See? were really <laughs> the best. And I want them to get married. I just I'm like, together. I would watch a show with you two. Just the two of you. Just ripping. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, when they had Alec Baldwin, on, I mean, it really brought home the doc, like the doctoring part where like the damage that this guy did to people, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah. it was really as a person who has been on a slab and hacked to all hell, like it's really terrifying. There's an episode like, like of New Amsterdam where something like this happens. Oh, my God. And I was like, Dr. Death! <laughs> That's what my mom used to call Dr. Green because he on ER because of the pregnant you remember the the pregnant woman? Yes. Uh that was like that was like the most traumatic episode of of television in my life. And then after that, everybody who went to Dr. Green died. So oh, my mom, you think you think that episode was traumatic? Yes. There's an episode coming in New Amsterdam. Oh that like doing dead babies i don't want to do anymore yes i'm sorry Ah, it when i say it hit home for me girl i was like you watched "Mm." it i watched it oh honey i watched i worry about you oh my i'm gonna be straight up with you guys because this is such a trigger for cal and it's kind of a trigger for me too um i straight up email mark and asked him like when the babies happen because let's be clear 
we know they're gonna happen um <laughs> please don't are you gonna fuck me around like are we gonna have like miscarriages is bliss not gonna be able to get pregnant and he flat out was like no not doing that i'm like thank you sir I appreciate that. God like, bless I just you, have Mark some like trauma that I would like to prepare for. He's like, nope, I'm not gonna do that to you. That sucks. I'm like, there you. was a, there was a little <laughs> trauma, and it was kind of like tied up with Max's own issues oh. in that particular episode. Oh. And it was it was lovely the way it worked out, but it was like it brought back a lot. Uh, well, kudos to you. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Nick hasn't watched an episode like that in a real. I don't think he's watched one in 14 years. Like he got up and left when Lucas and Peyton were arguing about whether Luca, uh, Peyton should have an abortion or she should keep the baby because she there are die. a couple other that, was the last time that, we that deal with the question of abortion. It's from what I could tell. I don't know. I think one of them, I know one of them didn't go through with an abortion. I think one might have, but it wasn't. I can like skip those episodes too. Yeah. So, cause those aren't my favorite episodes either. So I can skip that. But anyways, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what did I watch? I gotta tell you what I watched. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. 50 shades of gray. Oh my God. The first one. <laughs> I watched all three. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I watched, I watched, I think the first two, I don't think I saw the third one. <laughs> Or maybe I like I had the third one on, but I wasn't paying attention. Or maybe did you read the, the book? One. Did you read the fic? I read the first book. You did because I okay. had to know what everybody was bitching Bro, about. Okay. I, was... I didn't read any of it. I was like, yeah, the book <laughs> was as bad as everybody says. Like the movie is actually better than the book. Oh my God. And that's I, yeah, I was lot. confused because I was like. I mean, right now it just kind of feels like he's tying her up a lot. <laughs> no, the book, the book had a lot of annoying affectations to the writing, oh. like a lot of her internal monologue, and she would say like, "Oh my goddess," a lot. Oh, and it was just like there was like a lot of weird things in the syntax and the way it was written. Okay, the- that makes so much more sense to me because there's like shit that they say that it's like. You're like, clearly this was from the book and she made them say it. Like, there's, like, this laters baby. Yeah, the laters he... baby thing never had made any fucking... Nobody talks like that. Nobody's talking like that. And then, like, one scene... Okay, the scene where he says... Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. <laughs> that like, was definitely I'm in like, the book. There bad. was a scene in the bad. book that I don't think made it into the movie where he took out her tampon. Ew! And I was like... No, I'm not even okay. Remotely I joking. feel and very I was strongly like, they no. made him more palatable because I was like, That's not little... okay. I was like, We've got some like control issues here, it's kind of abusive. The whole we need to cause women pain, I feel, is a red flag that we should be paying attention to. And maybe we, we don't go on a helicopter, therapy. yeah, maybe like a little talk with a therapist would be better than the pain room. But like, but there were some legitimately funny moments yeah it's it's not a bad movie and it has a great soundtrack so yeah really good soundtrack but yeah so i was like i'm like watching the movie that's why i want to check with you to see if you watched it because i was like this feels pretty vanilla like he does to her and then they just go right to the missionary (laughs) well and the end the books books are always going to be racier but yeah yeah but it's like oh the kinky fuckery that was the other line that i was like the thing is the thing is is our society tends to be so repressed that when there's any sort of cultural phenomenon book movie 
TV miniseries Bridgerton, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Like that that kind of hits with women and has sex in it. Everybody acts like, oh my God. It's this clutching is the pearls thing. time. And I'm like, listen, I've read things that would turn your hair gray. <laughs> well, see, I'm one of the pearl clutchers. So I was like, let's just see how I do. Let's interesting. How am I going to do with this? And I was like, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Nick was like, anything interesting? And I'm like, honestly, that one, no, that don't one feel next... like I need to do the whole playroom thing with you, babe. But, you know. The one Netflix movie that that probably is what Fifty Shades thinks it was <laughs> is is called 365. Oh. Is and that, that one... porn movie on Netflix? <laughs> and everybody's watching <laughs> I mean the boot That's what I thought it was. It was I watched it I and watching. I was like, oh, oh, so they're just doing it. <laughs> that we're not gonna happen. pretend. We're just gonna film them having sex. Got it. Got it. I don't know if they were, but like if they weren't very realistic good acting. <laughs> I was just very like, I thought this was supposed to be super racy. It just felt very like cleaned up. Like somebody got to the stands people yeah. at the at the network and they're like, mm-hmm. listen, we want this to be rated R. So you can tie her up and occasionally like kind of whip her, but that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. That's the extent. But like it was it was very much because she wrote this after Twilight, right? And I had the exact same like viewing experience I had with Twilight. Yeah, it's Twilight fan fiction. I was like, this is Twilight fan fiction. And was, like you have moments like when you went to go see Twilight in the movie. And I see did. the movie because the first I one did. was awful. I did. It was so bad, you guys. <laughs> it, was it was so really bad. bad. I'm not saying two, three, four, hold on tight, five, spider monkey. Like, right, like were like cinematic masterpieces, <laughs> like. <laughs> And maybe, like, when you're reading something in a book, it just sounds better in your brain than actually having, like, two That's people say. That's actually true. That's yeah. Actually like, true. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Maybe the book wasn't that great. It was really, like, me and my friend, we were, just, we were like, laughing out loud because it was so, you are my favorite brand of heroin. Like, I was like, oh, come on. Is that really, that wasn't the book, but it didn't sound like that in my head. Uh, so, I kind of, it was kind of like, I can't believe I'm watching this, but yet, it's it's bad. It's not it's not like a quality movie, even any of them. But like, I'm mildly entertained. Well, that's so that's, it. that's at the end of the day, isn't that? The I most mean, important that's the thing. thing. It's like you don't know yeah. why you're being entertained by it. You just are. You just are. And if you're entertained, letters. then you're entertained, and that's. And I'm enough. just gonna hedge you guys off at the pass. Don't send me hate letters about how Christian Grey is a violent and abusive man. I got it. We all understand (laughs) you have that feeling. And I agree with you in this certain circumstance that, you know, maybe at certain points in time that, you know, Anna could have exercised a little bit more self-preservation and not data sadist, but girl's gonna do her thing you know what she <laughs> was okay with the sadism i guess she was got pretty comfortable with the sadism real fast so <laughs> I, just, the other thing that was flipping me out the other thing that was flipping me out is the guy who plays the bad guy in that was from rookie blue and i loved him on rookie blue and oh. it was very disconcerting <laughs> to like see him be like a rapist we're just gonna do the whole rapist thing cool got it interesting guess he was looking for i feel like any
anybody who signed up for that movie because like you'll see glimpses like there was a glimpse of like a fairly like reasonably famous character actor that I think played her stepfather like he had no scenes it was like all his scenes got cut and you're like this dude signed up for the paycheck like this was mm-hmm. a paycheck movie and it was mm-hmm. a paycheck movie for Jamie Dorman in because I can I see the stuff he's doing now and it's way not <laughs> 50 shades of gray like that man was just like I'm going to take the money I'm do going you to do remember when everybody wanted Steven oh. to be Christian no, Grey? No, you know what I remember? Everybody wanted <laughs> Ian Summerhalder to be Christian Grey. Because oh, you were full on in Vampire Diaries. I was way deep one. into Vampire Diaries. I, I looked, I, when I went back and watched all of Steven's like Facebook videos that he yeah. used to do during season one. Yeah. And he was always getting questions about the Are Christian Grey thing. Grey? Yeah. I mean, they looked at everybody. I know Ian Summerhalder had a meeting about it. But, like, he has one mode, and that mode is Damon. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Speaking of which, you like that TikTok. Oh, my God! <laughs> okay. The only thing that kept me sane in the Vampire Diaries community was Paul Wesley making fun of Vampire Diaries, especially as it got more ludicrous as time went on, okay? Batman did not give... Speaking of taking it, doing it for the paycheck, that man gives zero fucks. I think after like, I think like after season four, he had the same heartbreak that I did. Like, okay, clearly these writers are just gonna do their thing and I've stopped caring. Like you can really tell there's like a total switch where he's just like, I don't care anymore. So he, he got on TikTok and Cal sent me this video. There's a scene after Damon dies that, you know, uh, Stefan is like super sad. He's mourning him in the Salvatore crypt and he throws a bottle of bourbon uh, against the wall. But Damon reappears at that exact moment from the other side and catches the bottle of bourbon. So Paul played the scene and he said expectations and he played that scene. And then the reality was scenes of him throwing bottles at Ian Summerholder. In the head. They just hit him in the head every time. And the last one was he just like full on smashed. He just hit him with it. It was just. And like Ian, like Damon caught it all flawlessly because computer graphics. And Ian has like no like athletic ability whatsoever. Like Paul would throw these like half filled plastic water bottles at him and he would just like, Paul. I'm dying. I was just dying. I was like, oh my god. So, speaking of TikTok, yeah, this is fairly big TikTok slash Taylor Swift news. Oh, so TikTok runs in trends, and you'll see the same thing on any social media, like on on Twitter when like everybody does like a certain kind of tweet, like they'll retweet a thing and do their answer to it or whatever. And this TikTok trend is playing a snippet of Wildest Dreams. And it'll show, like, them watching a scene in a TV show or a movie or watching something happening and then, like, do a slow zoom in on their face, like, reacting to watching it over mm-hmm. over the sound of Wildest Dreams. Well, mm-hmm. within the last couple of weeks, Taylor Swift j- finally joined TikTok and everybody lost their minds because, you know. It's Taylor T-Swizzle, Swift. man. You gotta be and- <laughs> It's what you do. So this TikTok did not escape, this trend did not escape her attention. Nothing escapes her attention. And she's sitting here going, 
they're using my song, but they're using Scooter's <laughs> version of the song. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna release Wildest Dreams, my oh. version, and put up the TikTok sound so everybody can use my song. Uh, I <laughs> love a petty bitch. That girl is my queen. I and love so it. Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, got released today, and it's also on TikTok. So and- everybody's going to remake their TikTok. <laughs> They're going to remake their TikToks and just listen to Taylor's Wildest Dreams forever. And it's I wonderful. love that. That's so sweet of her. I love that she, like, does stuff like that. You know what I mean? I like, she notices things and she's like, hey, I'm going to, like, make this more fun. I have no, that's why I spend a lot of money on her concerts. <laughs> like George Clooney. George Clooney's always going to get 20 bucks out of me. Taylor Swift's always going to get I want to go to a money. Taylor Swift concert. Girl, they are the funnest. I went to two. I went to 1989 World Tour and I went mm. to Reputation. Well, whatever sister, the next one is, I want to go to that one. My sister, she wasn't going to do a full tour, full tour for Lover, but she was going to do like special, like, like like mini yeah and then the the fucking pandemic happened yeah my sister was trying to convince me to like yes we need to spend five hundred dollars each on a ticket for you me and our children so listen her next concert we should go oh my god i'm down I'm totes We're she does it. like a folklore evermore yeah combo i'd tour. love her to do that yeah that would be so fun also we just need to plan our trip yeah. after i get my tubes out hopefully like I am going to have, I just realized this. I said to my husband, I just realized this. Like, I'm not a big birthday person, but I'm going to have tubes in when I turn 40. I told him it might be a jewelry year. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a jewelry. Well, and it's also, it's 40. That's jewelry. Right. I just told him, I just like gave him, Nick's pretty good about that stuff, but every once in a while, I give him a heads up. You're just like, hey, just to let you know. Right. Here are the expectations. Like, I gave him, like, I was a solid, we were into our marriage a solid five years before I was like, hey, listen, when we do the 20th, I'm expecting some more jewelry. FYI, just put it in the back of your head. So, (laughs) it's like, okay. It's like, my dad got my mom a really nice ring for their 20th anniversary, so I'm like, yeah, I want one of those. (laughs) (laughs) My mama has one. I want to get one. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you guys can send us all kinds of questions about New Amsterdam. Send yeah. Us shows. I was looking at like the the lineup, and man, guys, I need shows. Well, we got Yellowstone coming back. We got Yellowstone. I got to do my hard binge on New Amsterdam, and I'm watching The Rookie. And I feel I'm watching like that's I'm, it. I'm watching you, and that's coming. back. Oh, that's coming back. Oh, yeah. well, you were watching you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, you's coming back, so I'll watch that. But no, I mean, my husband and I, we used to have, like, five shows a night. Oh, yeah, no. Every single night of the week. We often watch, we'll watch, like, some cheesy reality thing, and we'll watch a movie, whatever. I've been slipping in lately, like, an ep or two of New Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm open to shows. I'm not open to Supernatural. Do not ask me. No, we're not watching Supernatural. Just let it go. Let it go. I'm not going to watch Gossip Girl. I'm not going to watch The 100. If it's on the WB or the CW, there's an extremely high chance I'm not going to watch it. We're not watching Lucifer. No, we always said no to Lucifer. I'm not watching Manifest. You can't make me watch Manifest. I'm not going to do Manifest either. Listen, I tried to watch Manifest. I did too. I gave it a good five episodes. Solid, solid. I got. Actually, I think I made it longer. I went to the part. I went to the episode where she has sex with my dude from. uh, Yeah, I was. I was out by. You're out by them. I was like hanging out for that. I'm like okay. And then yeah, I was like, man, this is like they're trying to be lost, but it just doesn't feel. 
And not everybody is saying, good. oh, like in second season, it got so much better. I'm like, I don't care. I don't yeah, care. Just, no, I'm not. Well, and I'm also low key no. pissed off because I liked her with my guy from Power. That's J.R. Ramirez. He was also on Arrow for a hot yeah, yeah. second. Remember, he was going to be Laurel's love interest, and they're like, no. It's yes, like, no they would have been perfect. I was so excited for it. And then it was like season three. They were just like, no, no. we're going to kill her. <laughs> like, we had all this Laurel development in the beginning of season three, and then it's like, you get to 313, and they're like, yeah, we're done. We're done with that. <laughs> Not going to do anything else with her character. We're just going to, like, clock it. For X number of episodes till we can like shove an arrow through her heart, which I mean that's fine with me too. I'll take that. I'll take that. But I was like all excited. I'm super that. glad New Amsterdam didn't flounder for as long as Arrow. I mean, I think like they were on it. I feel like the thing with Arrow is two things. There could have literally been legal reasons they couldn't have killed her off sooner. Or they felt like they had to have in the version of Green Arrow some version of Black Canary. I feel like that's it. That feel yeah. like they had to have some. They felt some... like they had to have a Black Canary. And we're like, we're fine without having a Black Canary on the show. In fact, why don't you go make a Black Canary TV show? Uh. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, but there might be people out there. Uh. Yeah, that was always my thing. I just couldn't like quite fully understand why they were sticking with a character that they had honestly a really shitty time writing like they it just like couldn't the write her cursed. it was the cursed character on that show like there there was pretty much no version of that character that really sarah was the best sarah was the well yeah i don't even count her like she's just my sarah like she <laughs> here okay here's the thing i think that's the problem they did say they did sarah as the black canary so well and then they closed the loop on that storyline it just really didn't feel like you had anywhere else to go. You they weren't I mean? going to show you anything new. Right. And I just that didn't. made it worse. Like, yeah. Laurel's journey to being Black Canary just didn't feel that interesting to me. I they mean, didn't handle the- it the way they, they probably should have handled it. Let's be honest. I mean, I feel like Thea is a good, is a good example of like how you could have handled the evolution. Like we got but- to see some training. As much as I would have hated to see this, what they probably should have done was have Oliver more involved in her training. Yeah. But they didn't because they yeah. didn't want her and Oliver together for whatever right. reason. Well, because of Felicity, because Stephen couldn't stand Katie. Katie, no. whatever. Yeah. But that also, probably would have tied her in and made the audience more invested yeah. in her in her evolution as Black Canary to, to see her connected to the main storyline but she wasn't she was just they were just so over the all over the map with her I just could never quite get a beat like she knew all this self-defense in the first season and that went that was gone that was like she had no athletic ability in season three like mm-hmm. just keep that like that was she was fine. a brand new baby bird yeah I'm like that's fine we can like like I would buy that Laurel has some self-defense abilities because they explained it in season one. And well, and her was, dad was a cop. Her dad's a cop. That was the reason. I'm like, okay, good enough for me. I, I don't really understand why they felt like they had to pull back on that so much. Because then, it, like, her 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 evolution to being in... And the other thing is, they put her in the suit way too fast. It was like, Thea kind of had to work her work her way all season to getting in. Yeah, it took Thea suit. almost a full year. It was a full season of like watching Thea kind of evolve in that. And I think that's really like to me, they really needed to actually slow it down with Laurel, keep it as a side plot, but like 
everything with her was either rushed or like rewritten. It just they could just never keep an even pace on that character. It drove me nuts. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that New Amsterdam was just like, you know what? We're just gonna call a spade a spade here and just we're just we're just gonna be done with the wife (laughs) and just move on. Like, yeah, it's fine to do that. If a character's not working, it's fine to kill them off. It's fine to like move them on. It's very self-aware. It is self-aware. I think it shows a good writer. Mm-hmm. I think things get messy in television where that's not always possible to do what you want to do, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. So send us questions. If you have shows for me to watch, feel free to send me on our Twitters. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye Bye.